Stand by for the Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, the Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for a hundred years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning, it's Willard Saperston. And Peter Greco. It is Saturday, June 27th, 2020. It is 10.05. Give us a call, the Dollar Doctor, 716-803-1520 or 800-879-7541. Or go to the chat room at saperston.com. Go ahead. Still getting a plug. Okay, right now the phone numbers are 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541, 803-1520 or 800-879-7541. The show is available every Saturday morning, live streaming at saperston.com. And if you go to saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming you're all set also at the website of all those shows are archived so once again if you go to the website saperston.com you click on the dollar doctor tab that says chat and archives and you click on that and then click on the archives and you're all set with all of the old shows so if you want to replay a show you want to listen to a show that you might have missed it's available there also finally last but not least at the website there is our free, free economic, economic report. Which isn't bad today. Shows, <laughs> shows that the markets dropped and gold went up. That's all I care about. And uh, interest rates dropped a little bit. That's all that matters? That's all that matters to me. But I enjoy listening to you and David every Saturday on the computer when I'm in Florida. Well, there you go. We appreciate that. And uh, get a lot of great ideas. Also at the website... If you don't want to give us a call for some reason, although we do want to talk to you, but if you don't want to, you want to use the chat box, once again, go to saperston.com. 
Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives, and right away you're at the chat box. Go to the bottom of the page, type in a question, type in a symbol, and if you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. So right now, phone lines usually are wide open, and they are, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. I think we have a garbage truck in the background. I don't know what something. it is. I don't know what the hell that is, but anyway. A whatever wood chipper, it is. and they're going to do that for the whole show? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so we, if you hear the noise, it's a wood chipper in the background. But give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. So, not so a how's the chat room? Anything on there? I haven't gotten there yet. I Relax. See. <laughs> Let me say, I'll make a comment. Do you have anything to say? Can you say something off the cuff? I have something off the cuff. All right, go ahead. I I looked uh, into Investors Business Daily, and I looked at the market pulse, and they are still in a confirmed uptrend. And uh, that means green light. Green light? So So far. And they've had four, um, I think they've had three NASDAQ distribution days and five... Uh, S&P distribution days. I thought something flipped when they have more than four days. Doesn't it depends. Flip? It depends how quick. If it was all in a week or two week span, yes. Okay. But otherwise, no. And if you I want to understand distribution days, maybe you can Google it. And if not, you can buy. One of it's the when the market goes down and the volume is higher than the previous day. Is a distribution day. And they're saying that it's institutions selling. And the institutions run the markets. <laughs> That's baloney. So they say. Baloney. Well, institutional buying. Computers run the market, not institutions. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. And, 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 and as I a just ma- read a great book about that. About the computers? Well, how they crashed the market, uh, I don't know, when was it? 2011, when the market opened up down many thousands of points. And it was one guy in his bedroom that did it. Uh, and he traded against the algorithms. Very interesting. Well, it's interesting because I think on the chat box, it looks like Art is on the chat box. Very He's, good. It says, it's super to hear you, Willard. Are you back in New York? I am in New York. Under the wire. Under the wire. I have my mask. But he's asking, check on the closing price for TWCUX. Because Yahoo Finance showed 58.16, and today's Barron said 60.63. Um, well, seems to me we lost our. We lost. Something. No, you're on stock charts. Go back to Nasdaq. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's gone. But I don't know how it went. I don't either, because I didn't touch it. No, there but you I, go. But I can get it here. But anyway, you can get it. TWCUX. Right. Here we go. Now, I think this service uses Thompson, mm-hmm. which is what we use at the office. T-W- and in some time in the near future, you will get that information. Well, so. according to Investors um, Business Daily, and they use Thompson, closed at 5816. See, so, so you say you're worse off than you thought. Uh, And I would just check to see if they paid a distribution or special dividend, which might account for it. 
either that or uh, normally not this time of year. Normally not this time of the year, and you've got a 50-day moving average at 55, so you're above that, and you have a 20-day at 58, so you're on the 20-day moving average. It's really not bad. Oh, it still looks okay. It looks I, I just warned them before what happened in 1999-2000. Oh, you know, I remember. Big trash. Big trash. Not that we want to let anyone know how, no, how old we are, but I guess they know. It, yeah, so you know, be careful of that fund if the market turns, especially if the NASDAQ starts getting hit. That could be a major problem for that fund. Last week was very unpleasant week in the market. The Dow Jones dropped 3.3%, S&P dropped 2.9%, and the NASDAQ only declined 1.9%. So we shall see what happens because at the end of the week, everything looked like it was going to be all right. But then, any number of things, they could blame the rise in uh, you know, the virus cases, which funnily, not funnily, what do I mean? <laughs> I said, I don't know what the term is, but, you know, President Trump was right. You know, with all the new testing, you're picking up a lot of people who had it, you know. You know, it's not like these are new cases. These are people who had it, you know, to begin with. Is anybody surprised by that? If you are, then you haven't been paying attention to what's going on. So the more you test, that's why I always wondered about China. They've got the biggest population in the world. How did they have so few cases? Impossible. They don't test. Yep. <clears throat> good morning, Victor. Hey, Willard, you sound great. You sound good. I listen to you every week when you call in. So, uh, and I, uh, I took your advice on the AAII, and, uh, and I went and looked on that article on psychology. Huh? Remember? <laughs> I, I, I was four and six. Yeah, and so I, I um, copied that, and I'm mailing it to every client we have. Was that a great article? Or wonderful, what, huh? wonderful. Wonder, and it's so true, you know. Yep. I'm gonna put you to work, Willard, right off the bat here. That's good because I deserve a break. So. All right. Here's the deal. I'm with your opinion because I respect it, obviously. Uh, somebody's got ten thousand to invest between now and they're cashing out December thirty-first. Uh, more total returns, splitting the ten thousand half and half GLD gold in a twenty-year Treasury. Versus S&P 500, what would you do? Golden Treasury. Golden Treasury, 20-year. You do the Golden Treasury. Take a look. I would. Look at no, the relative, no, no, look at the relative I would, strength. I would, um, I, would, I, would agree, I would agree with you. They, they may agree. not move as quickly, but I, I feel that it's in this environment right now, uh, and given what they're doing with all the stimulus and create, you know, creating money, uh, I think I think it's a good play until it isn't. I think rates stay the same or go lower. I know Peter feels differently, and I think gold continues to improve. Uh, maybe it goes back to that old high. I thought it was 1900. Peter, do you remember? Not really, but yeah. And uh, and and I think at the very worst, you still have your 10 grand at the end of the <laughs> at the end of your self-imposed term, the end of the year. And what would you do, Peter? What would I do? Well, yeah. number one, you have the end of the quarter rebalancing coming up June 30th. So a lot of the big pension funds and uh, insurance, whatever, uh, have to rebalance. Now, and everybody's assuming 
that they're going to sell stocks and buy bonds because they made so much money in stocks. But I don't think they made money in stocks. I think they were too conservative. And it's possible it might even go the other way. They sell bonds and buy stocks because they, they may, may have too high a percentage of bonds right now. So that's going to make things more tricky, you know. So, you know, if I, I would no, still... What you didn't ask was, how old is the person investing the money? Most of our clients are 70 to 90 years old, so they're interested in holding on to their money. 63-year-old <laughs> uh, guy in good shape. Yeah. You could, you could put a quarter into the S&P 500 or the Qs, but the rest stays in the golden treasuries, in my opinion. Yeah, but this is someone who's got his, enough invested in stocks already. Oh, oh well, then I, I wouldn't buy but, any but, stocks. But, but then does it. But, but it's got money sitting in a money mark, mining market collecting nada. You know, well, we, we run a very large account for one of the foundations, and... They are always on us to stay fully invested. And quite frankly, I hate it. And we, we learned stocks 30 years ago from Howard Ebert, who said, you got to have a quarter to half your money in cash or you can't take, take advantage of an opportunity. And when the market was volatile and dropping, he was in there buying because he had the cash. So it depends how you're looking at things, but running a fully invested portfolio is nuts in my opinion and plus he he can always look for deals in cds too you know where he might get one and a half percent it's better than the money market so you go with the uh you go with what willard and i chose uh peter you go with the uh split well what's he trying to accomplish when he was trying to trying to get as much as he can out of the 10 grand by january 30 uh, december 31st that's what he's trying to accomplish Okay, so why wouldn't he put some in CDs? So put the whole thing? So, Not so the whole thing. Whole. I'm just saying, look around for the deals on C- CDs, and if you could get 1.5%, put some in there, right? So you wouldn't, do, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go strictly S&P 500, right? No. No, That's because right. you said he's already heavily in stocks. And, you, already, and you said we only have six months here, <laughs> so you cut us off, so to speak. Yeah, but don't you think he could get more bang for it? Doesn't okay. Getting back to what you said about the CDs, though, don't you think there's some upside with the GLD? There should be. I think you have an eighteen hundred dollar target. I was just looking at the high the last ten years. It was in two thousand eleven or twelve, and I'm looking GLD at uh, eighteen hundred one eighty five thirty one, which is eighteen hundred and fifty three dollars. And I'm looking at a date of October 31st, 2011. Mm-hmm. All right, last question. Uh, I, I'm in I, I this IBB. Don't you think IBB's extended? I, I, I've been dollar cost averaging IBB for uh, a year and a half now. And I, I, I'm, I'm that and two other funds, and I'm thinking of putting more money in. I, but I'm, that's one I'm thinking of more, just keeping it in a money market because uh, you think it's extended. It's so far above its moving averages. What is the symbol? IBB, IBB. the biotech. Oh, the biotech. Yeah, we're familiar yeah. with it. I'll let Peter answer, then I'll give you my opinion. Oh, once again, what are you trying to accomplish? Is this, you know? uh, is this by December, or is this an investor? No, no, this is not. A, this is a guy who's got... Your, your question. Good, good amount of money in cash, 
and he's been dollar cost averaging in the market, and he's probably 75% invested towards his total, but he usually buys on pullbacks, and he usually buys three the three mutual funds at the same at the uh, DTFs at the same time. So he usually waits for a pullback, and I, he asked me to look at the IBB uh, chart the other day, and I said, "You may in here." I see. I told him hold off a while. I, he said, "I said you're already in pretty good. It's taking a run. You're going to get a chance in the next six eight months to buy it at a cheaper price." That's the that's the opinion I gave the guy. Well, how much percent of his portfolio is in IBB? Uh, uh, to, to total about eight percent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Small amount. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know. Okay. I mean, you're at the ten day moving average right now. Right. Uh, and when you look at the relative strength line, which we, we which we get, which is just a you know a line, it's eighty five out of a hundred. And if you compare it to the S and P relative strength line, it's sloping down, and this is sloping up at about the uh, I don't know one thirty two o'clock uh, angle. And I, I looked at a very interesting video on uh, that a guy that uses the Wyckoff method. F- Peter's familiar with it. It also uses point and figure, and he showed a breakout uh, using the point and figure of, I think, a five-year base on biotech. And and uh, his estimate was, um, I think, 210 on, on IBB like that, as opposed to it's a 135. But that's very long-term, and, and you're right. talking several years. So I think it's a good investment. I think it will solve the solve the virus eventually some one of those companies in there and uh but if he's already got eight percent i think you wait if you're lucky um you know your 50 day is 130 and it's at 135 are are you going to be patient for only five points i don't know well the other thing to look at too is 135 is an important support area too because that's that's where it broke out from very so See it? Yeah. Then below that, I agree, 130, then 125. So it yep. depends on him. If he's worried about missing out, what can I tell you? you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, one last chart, then I'll go give somebody else a chance. Look at the chart of BMO. I just sold some 45 puts yesterday on this thing. It's at, it's at very good valuations right now. And there's actually decent premium in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, the 45. No, where's 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 the averages on this thing? Anyway? Okay, here we go. Here we go. You got you got a, it. Stocks at fifty one fifty seven. Right. You've got a ten day at uh, exponential at fifty four forty three. So you're below that. You've got a twenty day at fifty four oh four. You've got a fifty day at fifty one oh eight. That's where you are. On the 50. And where'd you? What strike did you put the put I, at? I, I sold the forty-five. Oh, okay. And I got absolutely. I got fifty cents of premium on this thing. Yeah, I think that would that that was a decent bet because when it tanked the last time, that's about the area it came down uh, to. Yeah. That's that's how I picked that number forty-five. Yep. Exactly. Plus, yeah. Plus evaluation. Okay, right. Guys, that makes sense. Else. Yeah. Okay. Great well, show. thank you very much for calling. Thanks a okay. lot, Vic. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Lines are wide open, very easy to get in right now. 
I will check the chat box, or you can go to our chat box. If you go to saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives, there's the chat box. And you can type in your question, type in a symbol. And if you do, let us know when you put a symbol in what you're looking to do with it. And let me take a look and see if there's anything new on here. You always got to remember to go down to the bottom of the page. Okay. Somebody says, um, engaged being says, looking to buy L-I-T-E. What are our views on that? It's a um, basic material stock, isn't it? No, I don't think so. No, no, provides optical communication. Right. Photonic products remain. Okay, so life sciences. What's it look like there? Well, it's above the 200-day. In fact, it bounced off recently with a relative strength of 82. It has been accumulated by mutual funds. Uh, are you looking for an entry point? Close he says he's looking to buy. Uh, well, the 20 days at 75 and a half, and it closed at 76.14. So think, would you would you buy it here? Or would you? I buy half here. You buy half here. No. Okay, and, and if then it dropped to the 200. Uh, which is 72, I could buy more, but, I mean, the difference between 72 and 76, right? Oh, yeah, no question And it's outperforming that. 82% of the stocks in the IBD. So its relative strength is strong, right? Yeah. And it looks like, if I look at the daily chart, it's forming a triangle. Yeah. And uh, if it broke above about... 81. 81 or so, that would be a breakout of a triangle, and would give you a short-term target at least around um, 15, 81, 96, which would be maybe a new all-time high for it. So looks good, and where would you reevaluate it? Drop below the 200. Which is where? 72. And it closed at? 76. So you'd reevaluate it if it dropped below 72. Very good. There, you're welcome. Okay, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And uh, we do not have anybody on the line right now, so I will check the chat box again. But we'll go to that. And I'll have a question for you if there's no other. I don't want any questions. Sure. Oh, this is I, I don't answer your questions. <coughs> this is good. I don't oh, answer I know you don't. Questions. Not even at work, usually. No. <laughs> go ahead. Carper, C-A-R-P, Carp. That's right. But right now, let's see, nothing on the chat box right now. So, oh, there you go. Last week it was noted that you use mutual funds in some of your managed funds, quite a few of our managed funds. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of them. Can you discuss how you select the funds? And we use ETFs, and are they both stock and bond? Well, we do use TLT and TLH and IEF. Those are ETFs. And that's the 7 to 10, uh, the 10 to 20, and the 20-year-plus ETF against treasuries. And Does that answer your question? Well, also the mutual funds, uh, some of the mutual funds we use are sector mutual funds. You know, we do those on a relative strength basis, you know, buying the funds in the stronger sectors, always monitoring it and see if the relative strength's changing. And then we have a number, you know, of other type of programs that... Uh, and we put them through a daily screen. Yeah. Which will give us, guess what? What? A double bottom break. 
or or double or triple bottom break out. Yeah, and then after that, you investigate and, figure. and look a little bit more into, you know, what's the fund all about? What are they in? And uh, if everything matches up and you, you kind of like it, then we might make a purchase. So that's many what we of, do. Yeah, many of the ETFs are uh, cap-weighted and not they're not all equally weighted. Not equally weighted, right. And um, so you have to look and see what's in there. All right. You've got uh, You've Dominic got, in Sarasota on. Good morning. Good morning. The How blue, are we doing? The blue chip buyer. Yeah. I've got a couple. Well, one is one is is uh, a bank, HBT, Heartland Bank and Trust, and the other one is MET, Metropolitan. A bank. A bank. Well, oh. you know, banks have may have a little egg on their face. Um, yeah, but this one's a small, small uh, farm country bank. Does it pay a dividend? Bloomington, Illinois, yeah. it pays 4.9%. Um, well, if you look at what the Fed said. And it's just gone public, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think March of last year was it this year. Yeah, the Fed is capping dividends on banks, plus they will only allow you or you will have to adjust your dividends in line with your earnings, okay? Uh, we're, we're, we're on our way maybe to nationalizing the banks, and it's a little scary, but you have to adjust your dividends to earnings, and in the last, in the March quarter, um, the earnings were off 68%. Were what? Off. Off. 68%. Right. Whereas in the December quarter, they were up 36. So in the sales or uh, revenue from the bank was down 15. And what's the 12-month? I'm I'm looking for... uh, 12-month earnings. uh, P.E. ratio is 6. P.E. range 4 to 10. I don't get 12 months on this. Okay. Or or I don't know how to look it up. What's the price-to-earnings ratio? Six. And what's it trading at? Twelve. So they... Two times earnings. Two times earnings, right? I get All it. Right, so I'm you going go. around a little bit. Right, there you Not go. Not much. Not as long as you. So what's your opinion? That's the whole thing. My opinion is if if the earnings in the, in the sales, which run earnings, keep dropping, they're going to have to adjust the dividend based on the new rules. So, bottom line and is, Dominic, you buy these things for income. Well, well, how much? How much is yeah. the dividend anyway? Well, I bought it when I, I got it out. What of is it? Four point nine percent. Yeah, but what is the actual? That's four point nine five. What sixty cents they pay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't seem like they're in threat with the earnings because if the earnings are two dollars a share. Okay. So. I mean, right now, they say, well, we just be aware of that. If all of a sudden the earnings collapse, uh, you know, the dividend starts getting cut. Other than that, technically, uh, it's at what the? Uh, <coughs> it's at twelve thirty-six, and you're on the you're on the fifty-day moving average. And where's the two hundred day on this? It probably may not even be. It isn't on here. It hasn't been around. long enough. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's only been around, I think, since de- since December of nineteen. Yeah, and you know, if it dropped below the fifty day, you know, it could drop to eleven. So if you're not worried about that, the uh, low on the stock uh, in March of this year was nine nine eighteen. Mm-hmm. But eleven would fill a gap, you know, 
and that that's a possibility. But if it holds, starts holding here at the 50-day, it could be could be a buy. I just you know a little worried about the bank, all banks in general. You know until they get this all straightened out with what the heck the Fed's doing. What's the other one you had there? Uh, Matt Life. Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt Life. I had looked at that a few weeks ago. I liked it. I mean, just I liked it <laughs> until, until it broke the ten and twenty day moving average. And it's sitting just about on the fifty. And you're sitting it? on the fifty, which is thirty five bucks, which is right where you are. Yeah. Uh, you've had high selling volume. Um, um, as of June nineteenth, this week, last week, and um, the relative strength, which is something we follow a lot, um, dropped to twenty six out of a hundred. That's not. It's in the bottom, obviously bottom not. And it looks like it died at the two hundred day moving average. Yes, it did. 40, right? It died at forty three, and and uh, I liked it because I thought it was going to break the two hundred day. Never anticipate. I always do. Never anticipate. But anyway, if it could hold Good here, advice. watch it here, right? If it starts holding despite the rest of the banks going down or the market going down, it could be a buy. Otherwise, it could go back to thirty again. Well, I, I had my wife had gotten some through her father because they had Metropolitan Insurance, mm-hmm. you know, yep. ninety years ago, and <laughs> as part of the deal, they got stock and stuff. So each of the kids then got stock mm-hmm. from his, you know, life, after he passed insurance. away. Yeah. And I had bought <clears> some <throat> more myself about thirty-two, and I was looking now because it, it was thirty-two or thirty, and then it went up to. You know, it went down to 26 in March and then went back up, and it was up into the high 30s oh, a little while ago. And then it's, I've seen it came back down, but it's been sticking around 35 or 36. I mean, it does but pay 5%, right? For you, that's good. Well, right, but I noticed the earnings were like 7 something a share, and they pay out a dollar eighty or, you know, so I was, I was assuming hopefully they would have, even if they got a, you know, cut back the dividend or their earnings went down or the earnings went down. Oh, it's well covered, yeah. It's well, it's well covered. Well covered. Yeah. yeah. So so I would only look, you know, uh, for the possibility that it either holds about here is where it broke out recently or it drops back to 30, <clears throat> you know. Of course, it is a life insurance company. Yep. Yeah, a lot of oh, people yeah. are dying. I don't know if they have MetLife policies. Yeah, and yeah. You know, and you can't like the fact that it died at the 200 day, you know. So yeah, so I would say you know either it holds here or it drops to 30. Either way, you're not going to sell it as long as they keep that dividend. I mean, right? Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay. So Lord, you got out of this hot weather, huh? <laughs> Last Wednesday evening. Oh, did you? Because it's going to be 94 today. It was hot, and I had a lot of complaints from the peanut gallery. We know who that is. Yeah, but, well, if it's, you know, you're in air conditioning and stuff, so, you know, it's not bad. So No, I thought it was fine. All right, I well, you guys stay well, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for okay, calling. Okay, thank you very much. Right. Take care. Well, thank you. Bye. Good morning, Bill. I was going to give Peter a break, and I called in this week. But this well, that's what Willie was supposed word. to do. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I heard you last week, and I heard that you were sick. I've been listening to word. you. I kept telling myself for six months, I can't check out until I talk to Willard one last time. 
Were you you must have been really sick. How long were you in the hospital? Because you told uh, everyone don't go to a hospital. Six seven months. Oh my gosh. I well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you some advice. I gave Pete. Stay the hell out of hospitals. <laughs> I cannot. Years but, ago, there was always you a more. place to go to die. That's why you went no. to the hospital. Well, the thing is, you got a 50-50 chance of really having a bad experience. And remember, I was in there before this virus stuff. So, yeah. so thank God I was in there. I was out by the time the, the mass hysteria. But I uh, had to uh, get in the mass hysteria in the, uh, nursing home slash assisted living, which is, wow. You know, we were in quarantine for two months. Two months! Nobody come in, nobody out. Wow. But, hey, I just kept thinking about Willard and Churchill Downs, and it got me through. There you go, and you sound a lot better. You sound much me. better. Hey, Willard, that was good news. Churchill Downs, they're going to let 100,000 people in for the Derby. So that was good news. That's terrific, unless unless uh, ninety nine thousand gets <laughs> sick. Yeah, but you know what? Churchill Downs runs that state, so they'll uh, they'll uh, they'll find a way to put. Well, it how in many there. how how many does it hold? Well, you get one fifty in there in heyday. Okay. And listen to this now: they're going to make some extra money because they're they're like evil Churchill Downs. They had a thing you could get your money back. And the tickets for some of these seats are like, wow, you know, fifteen hundred, two thousand. But if you didn't cut the date off like till April 29th, so if you didn't uh, uh, contact them by then, you're stuck. So there are no refunds. So they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, make a ton of money. Get people <laughs> their way too. So, hey, but what? Okay, you get your pencil. Oh yeah. I oh got a live God. one here. This is a great one. Fantastic chart. Going to be really good in the coming uh, recession. A-Z-O. AstraZeneca? No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. That's AutoZone. AutoZone. Yep. I wanna, they put us out of business 20 years ago, but it's okay. We were going anyway. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you, this company, they buy back so much stock. If you hold it two or three more years, you might be the only holder that have any stock. <laughs> well, they're not allowed to buy anymore, right? Yeah, but look at the chart. Wow. This thing is, is going to, wow. Once well, it, ba- it like basically month, almost doubled, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that thing has been in 130, 130 days, it doubled. See, they always buy Katie Lampert about Sears and stuff. How many shares of AutoZone is he owned since uh, thirty dollars? That's what I want to know. Tons. So you know they mock people for certain holdings. Then you find out what they really got. Not so much laughing anymore. But yeah, well that's why because he's got so much money he could afford to have had a disaster in Sears. You know exactly. So, right. Hey, remember the the one good winner takes care of about three or four losers, which I've known for the last fifty years, but. Hey, even a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while. That's true. But I can't hey, believe hey, this thing's a thousand. What is it at? I know it's six. It's six hundred. I thought it was too much. Yeah. Yeah, I was buying it. Back. Listen, I I I, I was way late to the party. I started buying in the four hundreds, 
if I watched the dub go up every single day, my brother and I would just shook our Unbelievable. But here's the deal. I know about them. They get every break in the book when they come into an area, like when they came into our area. They get a $2 million, the first inventory, free. $2 million inventory on like a small store. Yeah, they tell the uh, suppliers here, we need this, this, this. No charge. So, you know, they got a big advantage anyway. But, Boy. hey, Pete, I don't know, just a quick thing here. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of charts are going to do a lot of bullish crossovers here in the next four to six weeks. What do you think? It's a possibility. You know, possibility. Well, I don't know. I will tell you one thing, though. If people start getting very worried, which they should, that yeah. Trump's not going to win. That may change yeah. things. So, Yeah, well, that, that might be a good thing. Uh, the expectations are low coming into uh, mid-October. A lot of selling, a lot of stocks stop going down. Maybe it won't be so bad. Yeah, or, you or never it? know. You never know. I agree. Right. Yeah. All right, boy, I'm going to be around for a while, hopefully. I hope well, you so sound too. Great, keep calling. We we enjoy All your right, calls. You guys have a great day. Go Churchill Downs. <laughs> okay, See take you, care. Bill. You know that Churchill Downs rebounded from fifty-two to one hundred and fifty. I see. I saw. I was just looking yep. at it. Yeah. AutoZone's cross the weeklies is the uh, the fifties crossing the two hundred. Yeah, it looks good, really. Yeah. So we're gonna break. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors every Saturday morning live from 10 to 11. Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctors shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. We're back. Willard Saverston, Peter Greco. Call-in show brought to you by Saverston Asset Management Securities offered through Bright Securities, member FINRA SIPC, registered with MSRB and an RIA. How's that for a mouthful? That's go quite to, a few. Go to our website, saverston.com, for the free economic research by Stone and McCarthy. Pretty good. And they got something on banks, too, as they should, given what's going on uh, with the government. And... Uh, I was going to ask you, I'll take that call. I was going to ask you about Beyond Meat and McDonald's, but we'll go to Jerry and Alden. Uh, Good morning. Glad to see you back, Willard. Thank you. Hope hope it all went well in Florida. Well, I listen to the show every Saturday, so it's part of my routine. (laughs) So I'm still with everyone. Okay. Uh, I have a question on a couple. Well, I enjoyed your reminiscing on Howard Hewitt. I remember those days. Well, that's you're giving your age away, though. <laughs> uh, two stocks I'd like to ask about: VLO and PFG. I own some. I was just wondering about a future. Valero, Valero V is in Victor. Yes. Yeah. It's looking sad. <laughs> I'll say. Uh, 
and I'm looking at a weekly chart. I mean, it just dropped from 100 to 56. In March, I think it got all the way down to 30, but it's broken um, one of the important moving averages, which would be the 10-week the uh, at 62, it's at 56. The relative strength line compared to the broad market is terrible, and the number for relative strength out of a possible 100 is 27. Okay. Now, this is apropos of most of the energy stocks. And what happened to Peter? That's all right. I'm crawling under He's the He's under the desk. Okay. <laughs> well, I looked over there, and he wasn't there. So I said something's wrong here. Mama, no, my computer died. I have to charge it. <laughs> I see. Okay. So you're on your own. I'm on my own, huh? Yep. Um, they have a um, – IBD has an accumulation distribution rating. A is the best. E, uh, my daughter says E is for exit. This is a D minus. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, I would check the, you know, the dividend. I mean, they can't keep that up because because the earnings were down last quarter twenty one percent and the sales were down nine, of course. Unless you're a bottom fisher, um, then I think it's I think it's different. But you know, be prepared for. 30, 35 bucks again, that's all. Okay, that would be support. Yeah, and, and maybe you'd buy it. Are you still down there? I'm crawling down here. I'm getting very friendly. I see that. <laughs> I thought I had my dog with me. That's what he does. Rubs, he rubs against my leg. Uh, well. <laughs> okay, the second one is PFG. Yeah. I may be back in business, so we'll see. I'm going to look just a little more at Valero. 31. It's uh, always something. It's broken all moving averages. So if you had a if you had cash, you wouldn't buy Valero here. There's no indication. Um, PFG is principal group. Yeah. It's a, you know we just did MetLife uh, for someone. It's about it looks in the same basket. The relative strength is 27 out of a possible 100. Um, Died at the 200 day, just I, like the other one. I said it looks yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the 200 day. Yeah. And uh, you you'll, you want to confirm that dividend's going to hold. Uh, and it did. Um, it did. It did give an accumulation ranking of B plus, which means it's being accumulated. Uh, Isn't it a little more versatile in that they manage? Don't they also manage 401s? Yeah, and they do health and life insurance and retirement and annuities and related financial services. But, but isn't low interest rates hurting all these companies? Well, <laughs> it depends whether they can get new business, just like our firm. Right. Uh, but generally, a, a banking institution can't make money when rates are low because they loan out at a spread. We don't loan. Mm -hmm. Principal, um, I don't think loans either. I don't think so either, really. Uh, so I think you're all right with principal. Uh, based on everything, I can see return on equity 12%, earnings per share growth rate 6 Uh You know, it doesn't look half bad. Where would you say support is? Uh, you're there. Okay. I would say support is 3829. So well, okay. close to 39. I mean, it's always been a great company. It's just the question of, you know, what, what's a, what's a bargain price? Yeah, you know? it's the times and uh and uh 3750 to 3850 support. 
and actually well, just— Well, what would you do? You know, you, you wouldn't sell it. You'd look to buy more in the high 20s if it, if it happened, I would think. Okay. Yeah. Assuming, you're, assuming you didn't bet the ranch the first time around. Right? And right now it does look like it could go lower. Well, and look at the relative strength, of course. And, and the next target is where around? 3074. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it looks like it'll go lower. It's a great company, but uh, someone once said, who was it? The only good stock is a stock. Uh, the only good company Co is a stock. The only good up. stock is a, <laughs> is a stock that goes up. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> that's right. Uh, one more that I owned and sold because it, it popped up, and that's Key Bank. I know what you said about banks, so. Um, it's been disappointing, but they all the banks. I mean, look at M&T. Everyone buys M&T because it's local. That's disappointing. I mean, Key was at 20 bucks and it closed at 11 86 It's It's well run. We have our business accounts there. We like them. Uh, we do a little work with their trust department. We like it. Uh, timeliness rating, A is the best, E is exit, is D. And, is and what? D for dog. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and it's a great bank. Do you want to own a bank here? That's the real question. They just got a new C CEO, I think, yeah. too. But you yeah, see, the banks are under scrutiny, and it is paying 6% uh, by the government. And the, the, I guess, unwritten word is that the government's on their way to nationalizing the banks or close wow. to it by, by what they're doing. They're not going in there saying, we're going to run your bank, but by what they're doing with rates and dividends and earnings. Mm -hmm. uh, and, they, and how can the bank... Uh, earn money when they make money lending money, but they're not lending because no one's building factories, no one's buying, no one's buying widgets, so to speak, and the unemployment rate is huge. So and no all has, the money they've them. loaned out for the small business mm -hmm. programs is just probably just a neutral or. There's a lot of things going on, but it's a great bank, though, and you, you know you're going to have an opportunity, but. I mean, do you own it? You're, I didn't no, miss I owned no. it. Okay. At yeah. this point, it popped yeah. up. I don't remember bucks. fourteen or something, 14, and 15. I, or and I said, "Gee, it's a big jump." So I sold and uh, waited, just waiting for another opportunity. It seemed to have a lot of strength rapidly during the little bit of positive move in the market. You, you've got underlying things like student loans that. Uh, Sally Mae is guaranteed when the banks make them, but um, they're in forbearance, meaning um, they don't. The kids don't have to pay. It. The kids don't have jobs to pay it. The way most of the, the loans went, the parents or the grandparents signed on to guarantee it, but no one's got money. It's very hard for them to save with this debt overhang for anyone to save. And of course, they did it for their kids or grandkids. Um, there's other issues. Um, System systemically with the economy and banking in particular. Okay. Of course, you're supposed to buy when there's blood on the street. Well, if you, nine, no. ten bucks, I think that would be a pretty good. Well, plan. if you if you plow through a hundred, you know you're going to go lower, to say the least. So. 
Wasn't it Howard that always said never? Didn't he ever never bought a bank? Never well, bought a bank. He didn't like him. He went through the depression, and he uh, did he lose he his lost. money in the bank, or One he, of or his family he, did, or something? Yes, yeah. he lost everything. Yeah, he lost everything. Yeah. On that happy note, I <laughs> know. <laughs> well, there you've you got go, insurance right. today, and the government will come in and and insure up to two hundred fifty thousand. Know, so. But, okay. And today they won't let a bank go out of business. They'll merge it with a stronger bank. Okay. Just like they did they, when they merged Merrill Lynch with uh, Bank of America in 08. Merrill Lynch was broke. Yeah, and, and looking at a long-term chart, if it broke significantly below 100, it could drop to 70. So I'm talking about Key Corp. Oh, Where's now you are? Key? No, How'd you get to that? About, he called on Key. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering. Why'd you go to M&T then? I well, just said they're all looking the same. Oh, if you look okay. at M and T. I was crawling under the desk, so I don't know what the heck you were talking about. Is that what about. it was? I thought <laughs> yeah, I'm very like, odd. Anyway, because you kept saying a hundred dollars a share, and it's a lot. Right. So. Yeah. What does M and T? What's the dividend on M and T? The dividend is uh, it pays four point four. Okay. It's, it's well run. Uh, we know it, <laughs> but you know you could see. Again, eighty-five, ninety bucks on that guy. Okay. And at the worst, in two thousand eight, when we had the banking crisis, it was at twenty-nine. Yeah, and, you know, and, and the Fed has put a little cloud over the banks of uncertainty. You You're know. being kind. <laughs> little, <laughs> little cloud, <laughs> and not a white cloud. You know. So. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a Thank, great day. Thanks Bye. a lot, Jerry. Take care. So you didn't answer beyond me, but no one apparently. McDonald's uh, said we're not going to buy your stuff in Canada yesterday, and that fell. And uh, for Facebook, you know, these are all the darlings. Yeah, but was was is McDonald's not going not going with anybody with Meatless? Starbucks is going with the other meat company that's not public. Well, no, I mean, no meat company. Well, I I will tell you that. A couple of the people I know, which is a very small sample, in general, like Impossible better than Beyond, you know. Well, we were able to buy Beyond Meat burgers in the public supermarket in Florida. Mm -hmm. And we bought, I think, four, the four come in a package. And we grilled them out just like we would regular burgers. And I think we ate them. Uh, uh, but my wife said, I don't care for this. And I said, I don't either. And it left an aftertaste mm -hmm. in your mouth. And we threw the other two burgers out. We just couldn't eat. You know, I hate to waste, but. Yeah. But. but enough. Th does that affect the stock? Who knows? What know, do I know? A, no, it's not that. I mean, it's like I always told people, you know, the first time I went to, what was it, Chipotle, walked in. I said, what a dump. Who would eat in this place? I did right? the same thing. Yeah, Shame know. on me. Right. <laughs> now, having said that, Beyond Meat is going to be big in China because they're agricultural-based. Yep. And uh, they're going to have a real inroad there, and they're setting up there. Uh, so so yeah, earnings-wise, it should yep. do very good. Yeah. Uh, Taste-wise, not for me, but, you know, but I, I'm not. What the do we know, right? But I agree. I mean, I, I can't. I, I learned my lesson with Chipotle there because I watched it skyrocket for years, you know. And I still think it looks like a dump. And then, and, the and then you had all the news about the bacteria and all this stuff. 
Yeah. They but, didn't care. But that's the way they make all the money, you know. They yeah. don't put any money into the store, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, so Anyway. How's the chat room? G- give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541, 803-1520. Well, the only last thing we had was Art commenting about Bill, and he wanted to know if Bill remembered Pep Boys and Strauss stores as the usual auto supply stores in the 50s. I was too young. I wouldn't remember it. Well, when Bill you, might. Yeah, when you look at the uh, 197 sectors, and I'm not sure I can even know how to do this, uh, on IBD, uh, auto stores, those kinds of auto stores, are um, in the top 20, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a pretty big deal. Pretty good. Now, one interesting thing in Barron's this weekend that people should be aware of, the five largest names, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Microsoft, now make up 27% of the S&P. And 40% of the Qs. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) if they ever really get hit, you could see the S&P and Qs take a dive. And another thing, I always told people, be careful about people who come on the media. Don't buy stuff just because... You know, they say it, and as one service I get pointed out that, you know, they, they looked into quite a few people who came on TV and they were saying, oh, you should buy this stock. And at the same time, after investigating these private exchanges, so what they do is they come on and they hype the stock on TV, and then in the private exchanges, they're selling it. And they said they have pretty good evidence that this has been the case very often. Doesn't mean everybody does that, but. Be careful, you know, when somebody's out there making a big buy recommendation. We all remember Ackerman, you know, uh, the world was coming to an end. And, uh, and Dan Dorfman used to do it. He's dead. Yeah, well, he's dead. But, but he used to pump a stock. But, but, but now they do it by coming on, and then they go to a private exchange and do the opposite. So be very careful about that, you know. So yeah, we, we always said be careful about any recommendation on any show or, or any stock your, that's do discussed. Your do your own research. We always say. Auto uh, manufacturers are number two on the list, and, of course, they use auto parts. There There you go. Now, did you know that this year there's only, uh, I think, maybe three sectors up for the year at most? Uh, Let me guess. Guess. Take a guess. Big guess. Technology. Is that a sector? That's it. Uh, Two sectors. What about retail? No, two sectors up for the year. Retail, technology. No, technology and semiconductors. Semis, okay. The top three are technology, semiconductors, consumer discretionary, which is only down 1.3. And the only ones that have beaten the S&P so far are technology, semiconductors, consumer discretionary, health care. That's it. Now, what are the bottom? What's the worst? Well, that I don't know. Energy. What's the second worst? I should know because I'm a bottom fisher. The second worst, financials. So energies are down 39% for the year. Financials, 27%. And closely following, guess what? Transportation down 20%. So, you know, those have been the terrible areas. So if you're bottom fisher, those are the areas to play, I guess. But I guess I'm an energy guy one way or the other, but I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big big stock like Chevron or something. Yeah, you don't play the small, small oil companies. That's where you can make a lot of, of money, but I don't understand it. Okay. 
And uh, Warren Buffett said, don't ever buy anything you don't understand. Now, what time is it? We may be near the end of the show. I think, I think we, we are, are at the end of the show. So, so as we always say, we're on next week at 10. Uh, we rebroadcast from 12 to 1. This is a sporting good event. Keep a little powder dry and good night and good luck. You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Withered Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB.